We are rolling. What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and The Shiznit. Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your hosts, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean O'Red. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. We realize you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Weasel. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Hey, how you doing? How you doing? (laughs) Who's better, Joey? (laughs) (laughs) Charlie Beasy, what's up? What up? What up? So, what's up? What's up with you? What's 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 been up? What's going on? You said you got a story about why you were late today. It's not really a story. It's just an incident that happened. I uh, flooded my bathroom right before I got here. Oh damn! Yeah, it wasn't cute. Uh, is that what I smell? No, it wasn't. <laughs> no. I got some Pepto Bismol upstairs. Ha ha ha! No, it wasn't that kind of flood. I was actually rinsing out a shirt and um, hopped in the shower and left the water on in the sink. Oh, man. And so I was like thinking that the sh- I was like, why is the shower leaking? And then I was like, fuck. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. So. Wow. Did you um, have, do you have any water damage? I hope not. I don't know. I mean, I just. What kind of floor do you have in the bathroom? Tile. Okay, good. Yeah, I don't think it's anything yeah. bad. It's just going to be a lot of freaking. Now I have like. 12,000 pounds of wet towels to wash. Yeah. It's exactly what I didn't want to do with my Sunday. Mm. That sucks. With all the heat and everything. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, yeah. That that moldy smell. So I I spilled spilled water. I had like a jug of water and I forgot about it. It was in the trunk of my car. I opened the trunk of my car that somehow a hole got punched in there. Oh. And I could just. I could smell the, you know, the combination of the heat and the, the, yeah, the, you know, the mildew and the yeah, mold. Yeah. And the, yeah. Brody. Yeah. Brody to the max. To the max. 
Oh my god. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh man. man. So what's up with you, Weezy? And you know, uh, you know, living in LA traffic is I guess the only places traffic is worse than in LA is like Mexico City or <laughs> Beijing, China. Yeah. Um, you know, you can <laughs> Yeah, you you just uh you know, traffic is horrible and like you know, when when you're on the freeway and you know, you're just moving along. You can be moving along, and all of a sudden, it's like you come to a complete stop, and then you, you're stuck in that traffic. And like, you know, eventually you get to the point where you see who the, you know, the the fucktard is that caused, <laughs> <laughs> that caused the problem, and you're just looking at them like you right. fucktard. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, to all those people who were riding the 405 North uh, last Thursday. Um, uh, that was me. I was the fucked hard. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, I ran out of gas. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's like you know, you could, you know, I, I made a joke out of it. You know, it's like traffic in L.A. is so bad. I was on the freeway ten minutes before I realized I was out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But uh, yeah, man, wow. I, I, I was I was driving and I'm moving along and and it's like, oh shit, I, that you know, there's a feeling that your car gives you like right before you run out of gas. Mm-hmm. Kind of coughs. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <coughs> and I took out a cough drop. Then I realized, oh shit, I need to move the car over. <laughs> get to the get. I didn't. I didn't make it. I got to the. I got to the center lane, and my car just went. Wow, I'm, I'm not. Oh. I'm not moving, and and it wasn't one of those. Sometimes traffic is running smoothly, and you'll get like gaps where you can, you know, you try, you know, try and push it over or something like that, which would have been extremely dumb. But I didn't even have that, man. I, I and I was trapped in my car because the cars are just, yeah, and then the cars behind me are like trying to get around, right, and. uh you know, and I didn't. I didn't know what to do. I was like, "Do I call three one one? Do I call five one one? Do I call four one one? Who do I call? Do I call Ghostbusters and Triple uh, A? Yeah, yeah. And, but the thing is, uh, it was dark, and I couldn't. I couldn't read my card that had the number on it. I don't. I didn't have it in my phone. Mm. And uh, it was. It was cool. The lady that was stuck behind me, she got out of her car and she asked me if. I needed help if she, you know, she she would she would help me push my car over to the to the side, and I, I thought, wow, that's very nice of you to risk your life, yeah, <laughs> for really. me because mm-hmm. I ain't getting out this motherfucker, right? right. <laughs> right. Um, you know, uh, and eventually, uh, the, you know, I, I called I, I called one of those one ones, and they said call nine one one. Oh wow! Because uh, basically, I'm in the I'm in the middle, so I'm a traffic hazard. Yeah. And uh, fortunately, uh, as I had, I, I got nine one, and then a AAA truck drove up right next to me, and uh, asked me if I needed, you know, gas or something like that. And I said, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, a CHP got there, and he was like directing traffic around us. And uh, eventually, he, you know, he came over and told me that, you know, next time just call nine one one because you're you're a you're a I traffic hazard. hazard. And, and yeah. you know, I was scared. I I, I thought, man, somebody's just going to ram me. 
because yeah. Yeah. they're not going to notice the hazard lights and, yeah. and, and and you know I I wasn't I wouldn't have been mad at them I, I deserved it <laughs> but uh, you know uh, after yeah, it, was, uh, it was it was scary man so from now on <laughs> make sure I don't run out of gas no freeway yeah make sure <laughs> let that be a lesson I know, I was like, is that, that's a new he's like hmm. <laughs> running out of gas on the freeway is not a good idea so this, write this, this down this never happened to the Flintstones man they, they had that pedal power yeah oh man and that was through the <laughs> courtesy <laughs> of Damon's <laughs> 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 yeah, but dabba don't. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm, I'm still shaking. Yeah, that's scary, dude. Yeah. That is wow. So you just hadn't looked at your gas mic oh, thing I, in a while. Well, you remember that episode of Seinfeld where Kramer's in the car with the uh, the car salesman, and he's like, "We don't have any gas." Let's go ten miles further. Right, right. That's that's basically what it was. I felt like I had enough gas. The light was on, but I felt like I had enough gas. I could get home. I, I you know I could get home. So basically, you were lying with your gas light. Yeah, you were arguing with. I your was gas arguing light. with my gas light. Yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah. I was in denial. He was, well, I got, I he got, was in gaslight I, denial. I, yeah. But when the light comes on, I got two gallons left. I like, I, I figured I had enough to like, get. Fuck home. you! I got enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, quit talking about quit coming on talking about I need gas. Fuck you, I got enough. Right. I know what I'm doing. Right, yeah. I got this. Oh, I got oh, yeah. oh yeah, and, and, and to my check engine light, fuck you too. <laughs> and the maintenance required light, kiss my ass. Oh, okay. Well, now, now, and the low tire pressure light. So I guess eat some, a dick. I guess somebody ain't learned a lesson. <laughs> Fast forward to uh, oh no, my tank is full. I learned my lesson. <laughs> My tank's full. Yeah, fast forward to a week from now. I was like, uh, yeah, I got uh, stopped in the uh, yeah, <laughs> 405 again. My car again. ran out of oil. It said it didn't have none. I had, but I was like, I got oil. My, my <laughs> engine just blew up for right. no reason. I had to walk to Red Rock. <laughs> I mean, my check engine light's been on for six months, but... I don't know. But yeah. Other than that, I had no reason to think that. It was Anything was wrong with the engine. Normally, right. car, it takes a year for the car to blow up. Well, right. I, I saw the check engine light, but I was like, I can go further. I thought I had six more months to ignore the engine light. <laughs> I put a sail out on that motherfucker. What you been up to, Big Dino? Man, what I've been up to? I've been up to a lot. Had a um Ooh, wifey had a birthday. Mm. So uh shout out to wifey and her birthday. Yay. Happy birthday to wifey. Yay. And um so we went out the other night. We went to uh you guys ever heard of uh Yash 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 Yashir? Have you ever heard of it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it causes stuttering, right? Yashiro. Yamashiro? Yamashiro, that's it. The one Yamashiro. on Hollywood Hills? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where we went. Yeah. Yamashiro. That's where Nikki got married. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. is, is that Japanese food? Um, it's uh, Asian fusion. Asian fusion. Yeah. So uh, that was cool. We were there with auntie and uncle, and uh, mm. I was. I had a. You know, I figured my wife would like it. It's really up her alley, all the ambiance and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So she was, you know, in picture heaven over there. Oh yeah, <laughs> so that was cool. Very picturesque. Right. Then we went to go see uh, her the movie she wanted to see. I was going to take her to the China. Uh, Chinese theater. Mm-hmm. She'd never been to that theater before, so she always wanted to go. But mm-hmm. they weren't playing uh, the Perfect Man there. Oh, mm. so uh, we just went, came back here to the hood, and went over to the 
to the uh, the Baldwin. How was that? I saw it there. So, what the movie? Mm-hmm. It was you know it was all right. <laughs> it was it was what you expect. You mm-hmm. know, rom com. No, it wasn't a rom com. Oh, it was, it's not? It was, no, it's one of those. Um, wasn't it like a suspense? It's one of those. Uh, the the uh, what do you call it? Um, J Lo type things when you get back at the man, kind of the stalker dude. Oh, the the revenge. Know. Yeah, yeah, the revenge thing. Yeah, yeah. so it's yeah, typical revenge. <laughs> he said the J Lo. <laughs> yeah, she's done it like a couple times. She did the enough, and then the, we talked. We she's done it enough that we talked about it on the show a few times. And then the one she just had recently with the with the young the, kid, the, the, boy, yeah. next door. the boy next door. Boy next door. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Uh, you know, so <clears throat> so yeah, it was it was like that with black people. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't wasn't there one with Idris Alba? Yes, yes, and Taraji. Taraji a couple, yeah, like yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We saw that one too. Yeah. My homegirl said the movie was whatever, but the sex was super hot. She said the sex scenes were hot. Were they? Who, who said that? My friend. Oh, oh, okay. Well, you was like homegirl said like I'm like oh, who? who? <laughs> well. So which in which movie? The Perfect Man or no? The one with Idris Elba. Oh, I, I don't know. I'm. It's, it, it wasn't porn, so it couldn't have been that hot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but Idris Elba's not going to do porn, so that <laughs> right. So I mean, I want to say, look who you're talking to. Your but, friend said it was, so you know. I mean, there was. A story. I'm not going to co-sign it because I'm a man. I'm not looking. You yeah, know, you're not into the story. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, that's, I'm just saying, Idris Elba. Yeah, like I said, look who you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> you, your friend co-signed already. Don't ask me to co-sign. Your friend co-signing how fine Idris Elba is, and then the and the, the sex scene is so hot because Idris Elba. Died. I don't give a fuck about Idris Elba. He ain't shit to me. <laughs> Straight out racist, and sucking, simple, and plain. <laughs> Motherfucker, he made John Wayne. Haters. Nobody hating. He's just a man, and I'm a man, so I don't give a fuck about another man. This is a man's world. <laughs> Uh, was he not that? in a sex scene with the woman? I'm a straight man, you know. <laughs> was he not in a sex scene with the woman? Wasn't she yeah. in there too? Was it? Isn't Taraji Henderson considered attractive? Oh yeah. Well, I don't know who Taraji Henderson is, but <laughs> Taraji Henson. Taraji, oh, whatever. Taraji <laughs> Henson. Taraji <laughs> Henderson. Taraji Hill. All of, if your name is Taraji, Taraji you're fine. Hen- Taraji <laughs> Hendricks. <laughs> oh, I love Ta- Taraji Hendricks. Oh yeah. Taraji Henderson. Uh, she married Harry. Yeah. And they had a bunch of little yeah, Sasquatches. They had, had that little Hendricksons. Whatever. <laughs> little hybrid Hendricksons. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. I you know whatever. It, it was like I said. It was J Lo. So, with black people, yeah, there's always room for Jayla. <clears throat> <laughs> so yeah, um, so that happened, and uh, then I finally went to church today. My my dad's been trying to get me to go to church for like the past five years since he's been living with me. Oh wow! wow. So yeah, he 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 finally, you know, he was like, oh, it's friends and family day or whatever, and uh, I agreed to go. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I don't know why I feel like, oh, maybe this will shut him up. It's probably not. It's probably going to make it worse. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I probably shouldn't have gone. But this was the thing that made it so bad. Like, not only did I not, not want to go, not want to be there, but they decided they have a, a perfectly air-conditioned church, mm-hmm. but it's hot as fuck outside, and they decided to have service outside under a tent. Oh. What? Yeah. Yeah. What kind of dumb shit was that? I don't know. Oh god! Yeah, in the in the middle of a freaking heat wave. Yeah, they wanted to have church outside. Oh, that shit is crazy. So that was crazy, and then I discovered something about myself that um, apparently that 
<clears throat> not only do I really not like going to church, but I really don't like going to church that are that's bilingual. Uh, mm. Yeah, I, I just uh, it's bad enough to have to deal with it when I go like every place else, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like at church and it like made everything longer because it's you know everything's in Spanish first and then it's in English and then then there's two sermons with two different pastors and and you had to stay for both. Man, the, well the whole thing was only an hour and a half, which you know is not bad for. For black church. Right. It's not bad at all. <laughs> Although in my mother-in-law's church, we've been out of there like 50% earlier. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, just the fact that it was so freaking hot and I knew that everything could have been over much sooner if we weren't doing everything twice. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it was an hour and a half, yeah. I like, it's like this still could only been, could have been 45 five minutes. minutes, right? <laughs> exactly. So that was crazy. Yeah. And Why don't they just have translation equipment? Why don't they just have like their own service? Or that's what other like my my mother in law's church they mm-hmm. just have their own service. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I so. understand trying to integrate the different members of the church. Yeah, together, I'm not. You know what? Do your use, integration someplace but else. But no, just get fucking mm-hmm. translation equipment. There's, it's so cheap. It's not even expensive. Like that's dumb. Yeah. They fucking up the church's money right now. Yeah, that's that's that would be preferable. Translation equipment would be much much more preferable. But uh, mm-hmm. well, you know, you know, that's that's yeah. Some standing up there and that's just crazy. Like, oh, that was ridiculous. I I remember I went to I went to church. Uh, uh, some girl I liked invited me to church, and so I went. And I I had been out of the practice of sitting through a service uh, for quite a while. One of the things I learned was that I'm I'm used to like a certain um, <clears throat> a certain uh, uh, like a certain type of service, like people who you know study the Bible and you know do the translations and stuff like that and. You know, but these are just some you know guys who seem fairly ignorant up there <laughs> preaching. <laughs> I felt like I felt, I felt like I could go up there and preach a better sermon than them. Right. And Dino knows I can fake it real well <laughs> up on the behind the pulpit. Yeah, well these yeah standards are pretty low. Well, you know, yeah. it, it was it was just you know just wasn't I just grown up in a different type of church. Yeah, and. Um, Used to used to being uh, impatient with a different type of thing, yeah. <laughs> right? And then like the the like the the second preacher was the black preacher, right? Mm-hmm. He couldn't even like catch a rhythm because mm-hmm. they, you know, he's trying to get into his rhythm a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. ah, and he couldn't really get into it because mm-hmm. he had to stop, and then he got the, uh, you know, Jesus Cristo solamente, you know, it's like okay, and then he he then he stops and he gets back, he tries to get back into the oh ah, and. Yeah, and then he had to stop again. <laughs> in, my, in my neighborhood, man, is it's like you, yeah, you they have these little little, little storefront churches, these little Spanish storefront churches. Mm-hmm. Those preachers can get down in Spanish. Mm. You know, you know when when they're doing their thing, man, they they got the microphone and they're you know speaking it in in uh, they're speaking in tongues, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> what I consider tongues, and. Uh, <laughs> It's like yeah, they they know how they they do know how to get down and you know in their own in their own language mm. with their own people. Wow. Um, so or I'm just stereotyping. 
But you know, mm-hmm. then they, afterwards they had like a bunch of food and stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. It was cool. He said it was family and friends day, but they called it. Uh, they did not say the words family or friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was some other kind of day. Uh, Founders it, Day or something. It was. I don't know. It was get Dino to church day. Right. <laughs> As a matter of fact, it was uh, come come back to church day or something oh, okay. like that. That's okay. what it was called, and I think it's some kind of nationwide thing. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. That's oh, what according to this one lady was saying. Mm-hmm. So. I'm surprised my mom didn't try and get me to go. Well, yeah. I'm going to pray that they don't ask you back. <laughs> I'm going to pray for you. It don't matter. You to go back I'm not again. going. They can ask me all they want. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm done. It's like, and I am telling you. Well, I am not going. <laughs> not going up yonder. <laughs> if anybody asks you. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. And... <laughs> And I don't know. <laughs> um, let's see here. We um, we have our response back from the uh, no nonsense show. And oh they, Lord! Yeah, and they kind of go in on uh, uh, Charlie Bell and, and uh, me a little bit. They didn't really uh, mention uh, Wheezy too much, but uh, it's a little bit long. But but here we go. I just want to tell my boy, uh, don't appreciate you giving us a shout out, man. Listening to our motherfucking show, man. You know, always, it's a pleasure to have motherfuckers like you, you know, just tuning in. You know, we got the week, man. I check out y'all's show too. And you know what I'm saying? Just to, uh, get some give back. You know, this is country motherfucker, Jay. You know, chiming uh. in. Yo, you, you, you was going off on my homie a little bit, but you motherfucker said a little something about me. You ain't go too deep on me, but I was just gonna say, you know, you did kind of have me confused like a motherfucker. And what's your, what's your sidekick name? Um, Got a feeling it doesn't take much. <laughs> I mean, that's just a theory, but you know, I, I don't think it takes a lot. Okay. Um, what's her motherfucking name, Jay Mac? I don't know her name. Goddamn, um, China Bell. Um, China Bell. Um, China Brush. Liberty Bell. Liberty Bell, whatever her motherfucking name. She tried to get a couple of little jabs in, too. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just listening to her podcast and shit, listening to the podcast, and you know, China Bell or whatever your name is, I see you, you got a way of picking me just all wrong. You, you, your, your, Guy pick or so you're saying when she's talking about you guys, she's off because she don't know how to pick men. Well, no, that's sounding like he transitioned. He, he, my, my <laughs> shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get you there quicker. I, look, look, you know, I mean, you know, my shit, because I'm just, my, my brain is just, man, going like 100 miles an hour. You know what I'm saying? Because I just been waiting to just get a little get back on. The- is that 100 miles an hour in reverse? Ooh. Just, uh, see, see. I, I was, oh, shit. On, on this shit. But, J Mac. You you was what you was about to get ready to say about your boy because this shit has been bothering you. you so can't you're, sleep you're like weekend. I'm about to go in, J Mac. <laughs> say something. Go ahead, man. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You want me to go? Okay. So really, this is what I want to say. This is you know it was the beef with no teeth, and 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 this is how we're gonna keep it because I'm not again whatever you I'm not here trying to change people's perception of who they are. If you are mixed, you mixed. I ain't tripping. It don't it don't matter to me. The only thing is, actually, old girl said some stuff that made more sense than what Dino Red said to me. We're not saying different things. She just expounded further. So, but, but we're not saying different things. And I think where I was confused was she said nationality it, versus race. Well. I think where you were confused when we were speaking English. Ooh. I think that was the part that 
That's just my guess. I don't, I don't know. That, but I think she was wrong in that, in in in, that, in essence too. You know, <laughs> wrong. race is what I think she was saying. But what I didn't necessarily understand was that Dino Dino's mom being seventy five percent white, oh, whatever, seventy five percent white, mm-hmm. still didn't associate herself as white. Didn't you know she wasn't a white girl? I understand more now what she's saying because if your mom identifies herself as being black even though she's you know 25 percent black she's saying she went to the one drop is it makes you black i don't know if i agree with that but yeah i think that's what they were getting at yeah but i but i think it, you know 25 percent is enough to say you black I, I can i can agree with that and so you know and if you hung out with black and you was raised by black she may not have identified as a white person whether she looked like it or not and so therefore he wasn't raised quote unquote by a white person regardless of how she looked so i get it and and Good. you know cool. whatever her name was I, I was it uh bell mrs bell i don't even china brush call it china brush china bell is that it is china trying brush. to be funny Listen, dude, you don't that's want that, to try to that, That's that shit you put on your dick to keep it hard. Okay. So you just, that's, right, that's, that's, what, that's what you do. You put on your dick to keep it hard. You know what I'm saying? So that's what she'd be. China brush. Okay. Okay. You brush your dick? That, so, that sounds painful. Once yes. she said that, I, you know, and I looked up some shit, right? And because obviously um, I want to do some research to make sure I'm, you know, accurate. And it says, you know, of identifying of two different races. So if she didn't identify as being white, then therein lies the mixed portion as opposed to being biracial. I still think we're just talking about, you know, tomatoes and tomatoes. Like I said, I think you brought up a great point about bisexuality. If you sleep with one of one sex and a thousand of another, it doesn't matter. You're still bisexual. That's what actually that? uh, that's actually a horrible analogy. That don't got nothing to do. That's actually a horrible analogy, and it's not even accurate. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> but okay, it doesn't matter the ratio. But I guess when you want to classify as it pertains to how someone was raised or raised um, by a race, then I guess. But again, it's up to you, bro. I do you. If if you mixed, if you you mixed, mm-hmm. I mean, but. Biracial to me, just by the definition, is two races. What's funny is to me is like they're acting like, and I had this this conversation with be honest off the thing or whatever that they feel like I started this beef, right? You know what I'm saying? Like right. you hear how he's saying like, well, yeah. man, you know whatever. Like it ain't no, well, yeah. like nigga, you started it and but, you're continuing it. <laughs> you know, but well, well. City J is kind of like not really continuing. He's like, okay, I see where you guys are coming from, whatever, whatever. And I just don't fully agree with everything you guys are saying, but I pretty much get where you're coming from and all that stuff, which is totally, totally different attitude than he had before. So I give him a pass on that. But now Country J, who really wasn't even in it too much, now this nigga then just went off the reservation. <laughs> Speaking of mixed metaphors. <laughs> All right, wait. Let, let, let me let them finish. They only like halfway through. Biracial metaphors. <laughs> Country J now is about to really like lose his mind. Oh lord! You have two races involved in you. It may not be the same as your mom being white and being raised white, and you know, liking all the things that white folks like. Yeah, maybe your mom wasn't like that, and she didn't identify as a white person. So then, there, I understand why you don't identify as being biracial. I'm done. 
in, instead of his name being Dino, his new name is Dono, Dono Red, and China Brush. That's their two names on the motherfucking show. Worst disc names ever. <laughs> I know. And he's so proud of himself. He thinks that is so fucking clever. I don't know. <laughs> Dono Red and China Brush. Right. From Dino Red and Charlie Bell. Right. That that's he thinks he's like I can see him patting himself meanwhile, on the back. Meanwhile, a quick from here. a quick trip over to Google would reveal the fact <laughs> that what we said was accurate. So okay. that part right there. <laughs> All right, let me let uh, him Oop. finish his little retarded rant. We gonna call them, you know what I'm saying? So China Brush, because she she was talking about, I was listening to one of their podcasts, and she was talking about she had somebody somebody she looked out for. He spent the night and shit, and he had to sleep on the couch, and then you know he got up the next day. No, no, but, not looked out for. She went on a date with a dude. She went on a date, and, and the, the nigga ain't had a right. He came over with an Uber. He got the Uber car. He took the Uber. She's like, why now you rode the train? He and rode the train and stopped running for the night. <laughs> and she's like, she was like, why he ain't call an Uber? Some shit like that. The nigga was trying. He was setting it up to get some pussy. That was a Jay Smooth move you know right there. Exactly. And so she wasn't she won trying to break in. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't trying to break down or give in or give him no ass or however she want to look at it because she just trying so to So do you play. think she really didn't know that and she was just trying to play coy on, on the show? Or do you she, think she has no idea that that's what he's trying to do? She fucking knew. Unless she just really just dinked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or just dunce. You know what I'm saying? Or just fucking don't know. Like, what if she don't not know in, Well, not in practice. Huh? Well, she's not in practice. She, you know, a lot of women are going like that nowadays. They talking about they practicing abstinence or they shutting that pussy down. You or know to get virgins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for whatever fucking reason. You know what I'm saying? And you hold that pussy out so long, and then when a nigga finally get it, they realize one, it ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, like shit, motherfucker. You really should have been practicing all this time. You holding off on the pussy. You, you know what I'm saying? So that's so press, funny. My words to you is. You need the motherfucking style. We need these motherfuckers out. You know what I'm saying? Don't let them come back to the house. You know what I'm saying? And she had to drive the motherfuckers out on a date. You know what I'm saying? That should have been a motherfucker. She dingy, dog. You know, she, she dingy. She ain't motherfucking even know. She taking the nigga out. You know, I guess, I guess it, actually in that area where they at, some folks don't have a car and they get on a train and then they take over. RTD, and, nigga. You know, whatever, whatever. But RTD? Yeah. This <laughs> he went to an old 90s, 80s throwback. Well, he, he left L.A., I guess, like, like 30 years ago, I yeah. think. So it's yeah, been a while. Before the MTA. Yeah, that, that'd be right, man. <laughs> That's funny. So, China Brush. You need to motherfucking get your pump game on. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want it. They say if you don't use it, you lose it. So you don't want your shit to close up like a motherfucking ear piercing hole. Obviously, obviously, this was the only show he ever listened to. Ever. You're right. <laughs> so he just decided he's going to take that. I'm going to hold one. out. That's, right. That's, <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's strike. hilarious. That there, then you scream this shit like a brand new born again goddamn virgin. This ain't the shit you want in 2015. Start taking dick. You know what I'm saying? Is that that's friendly hilarious. advice? That's friendly motherfucking advice to my girl. China not Brush. broke Carla's and, dick. And that's not the guy. Hey, what up, dog? We appreciate you giving us a shout out, man. And the we funny thing that. is, the funny thing is, he starts this thing saying, y'all really went in on Jamie Mack. Y'all really didn't, <laughs> didn't say too much to me. Right. <laughs> but 
I got something to say. Hey, it's it's always the motherfucker like when you get a fight, if somebody get fighting, it's a nigga in the background just waiting to just throw a punch. Nigga sneak punch him motherfucker. That's what you, you do know, it up. Cause China Brush was trying to throw his little short jabs and Not shit. Not only China Brush, that other cat too. Well, no, he was kind of quiet, so we ain't gonna go in on his ass. But if he's got something to say, we coming after that ass too. So look, so it's best to heal, boy. They heal. coming after my ass. Sit, sit down. Sit down. <laughs> Jump. Is this the booty warrior? So they can be bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> Biracial, bisexual. Bisexual. <laughs> Sit that ass down tight. Bicycle. Don't know Ray. What you gonna say about this one, baby? Hey. He's so pleased with himself. I know. It's so sad. They're just they're trying to start podcast tweets so they can get a little shine on their little podcast. It's okay. Oh man, and Country J. Uh, well, ignorant J. <laughs> He's now being rechristened Ignorant Jay. He actually goes by Jay Smooth. I have a feeling that's ironic. Right. <laughs> but I don't, Isn't but, that plagiarism? But then again, I don't think he knows what ironic is. Or who <laughs> the real Jay Smooth is, most likely. <laughs> but, uh, oh, that was funny. I mean, it's uh, so ignorant. Like, what? There's not even anything really to rebut on this one because it really. All you got to do to shut his ass up, just hit him with a compound word. And he'll right. <laughs> which is what I initially did, which is why he apparently didn't get it. The difference is race versus ethnicity. Look it up. They're two different things. They're not the same. Race is a biological composition. Ethnicity is a social construct. It's two totally different things. And, you know, racial identity and ethnic identity are not the same. So good luck with that. And uh, don't worry about my pussy. It's all good over here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about my pussy. <laughs> and yes, I knew he was trying to get some. That doesn't mean he's going to get any. You still have to be prepared to take your ass home when you don't get any. That's the fucking point. Go home. Yeah. It's called losing. <laughs> losing. <laughs> I mean, come on. You got nowhere to go. <laughs> no Can I sleep on your couch? <laughs> News and noteworthy. The shiznit. Well, the internet was all abuzz this week with um, the much ado uh, uh, with the account of young Ahmed Muhammad. You guys uh, up on that story? I don't know how you can not be. Might have heard. Yep. Of. <laughs> a thing or two about a thing or two. <laughs> <laughs> Want to hear? Like to hear about it? Here, God. <laughs> well, for those of you who've been living under uh, Red Rock, <laughs> um, the youngster is a freshman in high school, and he is a very, very intelligent and very much into robotics and electronics, and that's like a hobby of his and he he was heavily into that at his uh at his middle school. And but he had a reputation there and when he got to high school he's just another scrub. You know, and he kind of felt like I my teachers don't know what I can do. I'm going to show them what I can do. So he threw together this little homemade clock um that he made with uh spare parts that he had, you know, in his little uh bedroom workshop. Yeah. <laughs> it took him like 20 minutes. And so he takes I mean, this it. kid has made a Bluetooth speaker. He's made little robots. He's very, yeah, he's, he's very accomplished. Yeah, so he, he takes it to school and shows it to his, 
I'm not sure it, which teacher is it. Engin- it said engineering teacher, right? Right, which I don't. They have an engineering teacher in high school. Well, I think it was I science. They, yeah. well, well, the, in, maybe in, the, in maybe the article the, said engineering. Yeah, teacher. maybe the section they were covering was engineering. Right, right. So he takes it to his teacher, probably a science teacher. Or it's a gifted school. And he looks, he looks at it, and um, little Ahmed is surprised by his teacher's uh, response. He's kind of like, you know. That's cool, but don't show this to anybody else. Did you show it to anybody else? He's like, no. He's like, put that away and don't show it to anybody else. And he's like, okay. <laughs> like, that's not the reaction I was looking for, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know. So uh, he puts it away and he goes to another class. I believe it's English. Yeah. And it starts beeping. And, you know, a teacher uh, gets upset with him, whatever. And so. He shows the teacher what it is, and she freaks out and says it looks like a bomb. He says it's not a bomb, it's a clock. She's like, well, it looks like a bomb. He's like, well, it's a clock. <laughs> Ignorant bitch. And uh, <laughs> oh, Don't forget the kid's name. Say the full name. Ahmed Muhammad. Yes. And so, uh, yeah, so they basically they send him to the principal's office, and they call the police, and they arrest the kid. Um, without without they don't Mirandize him. They don't notify his parents. Yeah, they, they hold him for two hours, questioning him without responding to yeah, calling his parents or his request for or lawyer anything. Right, and so then they take him in, and then you know by now, you know after he's been in, in custody for some time, they finally determine that it's not a bomb. In fact. And but then they decide that they're going to threaten to charge him with making a hoax bomb because you guys know that even uh, it's illegal to even make something and say that it's a bomb, even if it's not a bomb, even if there's no explosive material in it. If you just it, it, it doesn't even have to be something you made. It could just be an empty box mm-hmm. just to pretend like you have a bomb that's illegal. Right. And they are threatening to charge him with that, even though they acknowledge that he never said it was anything but a clock. Right. And never pretended. Never pretended to it to be anything different. He only repeatedly said that it was a clock. But yet they threatening to charge him with that, whatever. He got suspended for three days. That stuck. They finally dismissed the charges. Let him go home. Uh, but his suspension held up. And, of course, social media got a hold of it. And there was this big to-do about it and everything. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg um, has some words of encouragement to him. President Barack Obama invited him to the White House, so uh, he'll be going there soon. But he said, leave the clock at home. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said, bring the clock. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it's crazy. And you know what? This this turned into quite a thing on social media. Shout out to uh, my homegirl, Victoria Hull Kimball, who we, we got into. We usually... Uh, have a similar point of view on on things on and on uh, we kind of just chop stuff up on her page because she posts about everything she's very uh vocal about things and she went off on this and she was one of those people who really sided with the 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 school and the authorities and whatnot no and my thing is look i understand being careful i understand you you know taking precautions but my thing is the way that this was handled was way wrong. It was just, it was just so wrong. It was just so wrongly handled, um, and that's that's my issue with it. Not the fact that you were, you know, kind of hesitant or you do whatever and, you know, uh, looked into it. I don't have a problem with that, but the way that it was done and the fact that his rights were violated and all that and 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 it, 
to be honest, I don't even think they really even thought it was a bomb. Of course they didn't think it was a bomb. Because That's where we call bullshit on the whole motherfucking right, show. Right. Because if they thought it was a fucking bomb, you evacuate the school. You call the bomb squad. You don't put the fucking clock in the office with the principal. The clock was sitting there the whole fucking time. They didn't even bring the bomb squad. Right. They never called the bomb squad. They never called the bomb squad. They never, never evacuated the school. They didn't take any type of precautions. They moved it around from place to place. Right. They, they, yeah, they, they put it in the fucking desk drawer. This, right. this was bullshit. This was a fucking effort to humiliate a little Muslim kid, and that's all the fuck it was. And this particular school district and this particular um, jurisdiction in Texas is known for th- this. This is the this area's mayor, which it's a suburb of Dallas. This area's mayor and Congress people have led this fight against so-called the threat of Sharia law. You know, they actually had a frigging bill up in the legislature that luckily didn't pass but was close to passing to outlaw sharia law as though muslims are just taking over america it's just it's pure islamophobia and racism and yeah and like you said this little boy's rights were violated and it's fucking bullshit well i agree that his rights were violated um i will say this though uh, in this day and age that uh it's not unusual for kids to be um Basically suspended, arrested, or for basically what seems like minor incidents that, you know, 30 years ago would have been considered uh, non, you know, would have been non-issues. There have been kids who have been suspended for pointing their fingers at one another, like uh, as in uh, shotguns or, you know, or kids with giving aspirins to another kid uh, being arrested for drug dealing or... Um, <clears throat> or uh, um, or you know some some kid kissing another uh, a little girl, uh, you know uh, as a dare or you know or because he he likes her or something like that, uh, being treated like it's you know he's like, a sexual predator like he's a sexual predator. Uh, I, you know I just I I not knowing uh, a great deal about uh, this area of Texas or you know their feelings or you know knowing the people I would just say that. This is just one in a series of uh, um, over uh, overreactions to uh, perceived dangers, or you know, fear of uh, fear of not you know, uh, fear of of, of uh, not uh, not preventing another Columbine or right. something like that. Except that there was no perceived danger, and they didn't act as though there was any. You know, that's well, there's the whole no thing. Per- there's no perceived danger with two people playing cowboys and you know uh, playing fake guns with their fingers either. I'm just saying that you know this is this is not unusual as far as uh, uh, stu- uh, overreactions. overreactions to. Uh, to well, this 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 is my thing. This is mm-hmm. what I'm getting to. It's it's not overreactions is the issue. It is the problem. What the problem is, well, although I'm not, like, discounting the uh, Islamophobia and all that stuff, I think, in profile, I think that had a part in it. But I think the bigger culprit and what, what Damon uh, is speaking to, in the sense of calling it overreacting, is really the, it's the, they're hiding behind the zero tolerance policies. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. That, yeah. that is a fucking cop-out, and it needs to be done away with. No place... You know, it, there is no room for zero tolerance because zero tolerance <laughs> is a cop out for meaning zero thought. That's right. what it means. It right. means I'm going to hide behind this policy and treat every single uh, 
every single circumstance exactly the, the same, same yeah. because I don't have to think I'm removing myself from all liability. And no, if you're in any type of leadership or of, of anything in this in this country, then you need to be able to look at a situation and use judgment. Right. And, and then own up to, and then, you know, and let the chips fall where they may. But this fucking cop out about zero tolerance policies need they need to get they just need to do away with all of them because it's all bullshit and it all is cowardice and it's 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 ri- ridiculous. Oh. I mean, it is bullshit, and I agree the zero tolerance. But but it, but also we have to look at how it's applied, right? We know for a fact that these so-called zero tolerance policies are disproportionately applied to you know poor kids and children of color we know this from you know it's documented and the thing about this so-called zero tolerance is like it's all how you claim it if a white kid brought this clock to school a zero tolerance policy wouldn't have been invoked at all because they wouldn't have ever perceived it as a threat right so that's that's the difference is how it gets applied it doesn't you're right we we don't don't know that no we do know that from from you know, well, we we don't know that. Okay, we do, but <laughs> I do. Well, I for well, sure know. Well, no, well, the, you're, you're well, the thing is, the, <laughs> the thing is, is like it. it that doesn't even matter. I mean, because yeah. it if, sure matters because white kids are because kids of color and poor kids and kids who are perceived as other and being a threat are treated poorly throughout our school system. Systemic racism doesn't stop at the schoolyard door, and it does affect our well, kids. Well, in, in the examples I use, they were white kids who. In were. some cases, they weren't. No, the little black, the little boy that was um, suspended for kissing a little girl, that was a little black kid, and I'm not. Well, no, there was, there was uh, another uh, – this happened at a Jewish school as well. Okay. So. Again, I'm not saying that zero-tolerance policies aren't stupid in their, mm-hmm. in their construction and concept. Sure they are. But the reality of how they get applied is they don't get applied you, evenly but if across you don't, the board. if you don't have zero-tolerance, you don't have to worry about it being applied evenly or not. If you, you just get rid of the policy, then, then, that, then by de facto it's not going to be misapplied because it does not exist. Theoretically, but they're going to find something else. I mean, look, if they wanted to humiliate this little kid and say that he was a threat, they didn't even have to be a zero tolerance policy. They could have just said, oh, we thought he had a bomb, which is what they did say, which was bullshit. The whole fucking thing was bullshit. Well, not denying that, but like I said, <laughs> I I think that it's, uh, the focus needs to be on zero tolerance policies and we need to get away with them, uh, do away with them mm-hmm. because they're nothing but trouble. Yeah. They're nothing but trouble, and and that's all. And like I said, they're just cop outs and cowardice, and they're they're used so that people don't have to think, and and use their own judgment, and that's what they're used for. Yeah, they're afraid of. Uh, <laughs> the funny thing is, they're afraid of lawsuits. That's one of the reasons those uh, policies came into existence. Exactly. But then they're opening themselves up to lawsuits by enacting these policies. Yeah, and so and uh, one one example of um, another uh, zero tolerance was a little black girl last year around May, Kira Wilmot. Mm-hmm. She did a, a really harm, a harmless science experiment um, and she accidentally mixed, uh, I think, aluminum foil and some sort of cleaning uh, detergent mm-hmm. and a bottle. And it, it caused the, uh, a small ex- a chemical reaction where it, it started to smoke and, uh, but there, there was no damage done. No one was harmed. I mean, what the fuck? This is what chemistry... That is chemistry. Right. That is fucking chemistry. Of course it you is. You know, and then they take the girl and 
they arrest her uh, again she wasn't read her rights either her rights were violated as well uh, <clears throat> she has now a felony on her record there she's trying to get it removed because the charges were dropped which i don't understand wait, if wait, the charges you, were dropped can, fel- felony arrest not oh. a felony conviction okay, oh, okay. so a felony arrest is still on her record so even though the, that seems it seems like once the felony charges were dropped then the arrest should go away yeah yeah, yeah. It, does, it does seem that way but it just yeah yeah, but it doesn't. That just goes to show how the freaking so-called system of justice, there's so many things stacked against. And again, this is it's not a coincidence. This is a little black girl. I went to a freaking white school. I saw little white kids get away with fucking crazy shit. Shit that black kids and like Muslim kids would never fucking get away with. You know, what from blowing things up. I mean, again, but that was that was quite a while ago. I mean, what does that have to do with it? Well, well we're talking about that they didn't have the zero tolerance now and they did. Of course, they had zero tolerance policies back then, but well, I saw them not get have zero. Po- I'm, you're younger than me, right? Okay, so okay, okay. Well, maybe they did have. You're only a little bit younger than me. That's not the point. The point <laughs> is that different school districts have different policies, and my pol- my school district was a pretty wealthy white. Well, we did not have zero tolerance policies right. when I was in school. So I never heard that word until I was an adult. Right. Well into an adult. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. we did, and um, but again, it was bullshit. You always knew the the you know the rich kids who had influential parents weren't going to get in trouble for shit, and the poor kids or the kids even kids who fought when I was a kid, both kids didn't automatically always get uh, suspended. Right? It, it, they would like it. Sometimes they both did, but a lot of times only the one who they found was the initiator who started it, and the kid who defended himself didn't get you know that stuff didn't happen until after i was out of school yeah. so that zero tolerance definitely wasn't around in my school district when i was a kid yeah. that's for fucking sure yeah it's just i don't know i just think you know hopefully this kid ahmed will get something beneficial out of it but ultimately you gotta think about all the little kids not little kids just kids period and people that these type of humiliations happen to daily and they don't get any you know they don't get a shout out from President Obama or an invitation to Facebook from Mark Zuckerberg or whatever the hell. You know, I think we need to focus on the issues and not get caught up in the so-called feel-good story. Who's getting caught up in the feel-good story? A lot of people on the internet, not us three, but I think a lot of people on the internet are like, you know, like, oh, this is wonderful, and this little kid is... And I just think it's... A lot of people are just missing the point. Yeah. Well, Hopefully. I don't think it's that. I just think some some people are more optimistic than other people, and they look for, for example, this next story. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's about Roots A and E. A and E is going to do um, redo Roots the min, uh, the miniseries is going to be uh, three hours. I'm sorry, three nights, two hours. I believe is what they're doing. Um, it's going to star Anna Paquin, Forrest Whitaker, uh, Jonathan. Rez Myers, I don't know who that is. Derek Lewis. Jonathan Reese Myers. Oh, Jonathan Reese Myers. Okay. Yeah, he was King Henry the Tudors. Yeah, he was King Henry the Eighth. Yeah, okay. Why yeah. need to teach the king how to spell his and fucking he name? Was, uh, he That's was how in, it's spelled. <laughs> and he was uh, Dracula in the, in the recent uh, NBC series. Yeah. He's he's British. Or, yeah, yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah. So that's a. Derek Luke um, and. Uh, and the rest. I know um, LeVar Burton is. Signed on to be a producer, exactly. So there was a a a Facebook friend of mine, you know, kind of got in her feels about this and was like, "Oh, 
you know, we don't need another, you know, black people barely went to go see 12 Years a Slave, and that was brilliant, and this and that, and this and that, and at least that had a different take on the whole slave thing, and we don't need to be reminded of our, we need to be reminded of our accomplishments, and yada, 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 yada. Uh, and this same person last week was upset at Matt Damon because he made a comment about, uh, you know, uh, diversity. diversity behind the screen. Right, diversity in front of the, the Behind fr- the screen. He, sorry, though. Sorry. Go ahead. Thank you. Yeah, he made a comment about uh, diversity uh, being in front of the camera and, you know, and, you know, not being as relevant behind the camera, whatever else. And so she got interviews about that and so i wrote well i said at least black people are getting work in front of and behind the camera you know like roots may not be my first idea of a project you know but at the same time i'm not mad at it you know what i'm saying it's like that's just the way i choose to look at it it's like black people are working in front of and behind the camera so there's that you know there's that so some people are just a little bit more you know optimistic on things or have an optimistic take on things versus other people and doesn't mean that they don't see that there's a you know something you know bad that happened or whatever but you know there's just some people see that silver lining or are more apt to see it than other people so and then you know this this whole thing it it devolved into you know then her friend jumped in and whatever and I'm like look I'm not trying to change your mind or whatever I'm just because her friend jumped in and was like, well, I don't want to see it. I saw it the first time, da da da. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to watch it and I'm going to watch it with my kid and use it as a learning experience. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, well, I don't know what 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 you're going to show off the new one that you can't show off the old one and da 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 da. I'm like, that's not the point. Well, we don't know because we haven't seen it yet. <laughs> so, well, the, oh, well, that's not even my point. My point is, I'm not advocating for a new route, but I don't have anything against one either. And the thing is, like, why can't you accept that? Why why is that bothersome to you? The fact that I'm okay with, you know, there being another route. Just because you've decided to take umbrage with it, you decided to take up the cause, you know, I feel like there's bigger fish to fry. You know what I'm saying? Like whether or not they show roots or some other, you know, uh arbitrary black story that they, they pick out a history or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, uh there's a whole you know the I feel like there's a whole lot of kids out there who've never seen Roots and would never watch the original because it's old. And there's a lot of times mm-hmm. it's young very people, dated. They don't, yeah, they mm-hmm. won't watch. They, they're not going to watch. Like my wife, you know, a lot of people, they won't watch anything past a certain date. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. You, they, you, know, they, you know, so a lot of kids probably would never watch it. But this new one on, there's an opportunity for a whole lot of kids who wouldn't watch the original Roots to watch this one. Yeah. It's, right. with, people, it's with actors that they know, you know, actors that are still young, you know, actors that they can relate to. Yeah, that they've seen other things, not a whole bunch of old people or or, or dead people. You know, <laughs> I mean, I see dead people. Yeah. So you know, so so if I want to watch the new Roots with my daughter, then so fucking be it. You know, yeah. why the fuck are your panties in a bunch about it? You know, mm-hmm. that's the fuck with these people. You know, these super liberal people. You so fucking liberal and so fucking left that anybody who has a slight and it's like I'm not even disagreeing with you. It's just like. But I I'm, don't feel that strongly about it. Leave me the fuck alone about it. But I don't think it's a liberal or a left thing or a political. Oh, is yes, it is. Well, I don't think so. I I, I do. Okay, well, <laughs> again, well, you're entitled to your opinion, just like you're saying. You're entitled to your opinion. But in my 
from from my perspective, even though I'm very liberal and left, I mean, to me, it's more about the lack of creativity and the fact that Hollywood continually recycles and retells the same stories. Like, is there? Do I do I have? Well, a, well, my, well, let me let me explain real quick. Okay. My, my my thing about the liberal part and lefty part was about the fact of them like taking aim at me, at the fact that I was like basically not even disagreeing, just like had another look on it, another take on it. I'm not saying that. Uh, uh, well, how is their, that re- their, per- their perspective or whatever? How is that related to their political perspective? Because because it happens to me from liberals, super liberals, all the time. That's okay. that's how but that's how it's related. I still don't get the connection, but okay. The connection is those people have a certain personality that are like that. I mean. Right wing people say extremist things as well, and they have intolerant. I think I don't know. I don't. I don't see the political connection. To me, look, I agree with what I you don't said. Get, I don't get attacked by conservatives for stating what, like I said, is not even a disagreement. It wasn't even a disagreement. It was just like, you know, I'm okay with it. You know, I, I guess I guess it was a slight disagreement. I, I mean, but it really wasn't because I I see their point. And I understand their point, and I don't have a problem with their point. But since A&E is deciding to do this, rather than uh, waste energy, uh, I feel, like I said, it's, it's not that big of a deal. It's not a huge issue. I'm like, I, I can either watch it or not watch it. I will choose to watch it with my daughter. Yeah. Well, I, um, uh, the thing about Roots, and, you know, and just addressing the point that, uh, that you said that, they, that the, uh, the, the women on your page made, their page, I'm their, their page. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, is the thing about Roots is it's an uplifting uh, series. It's it's not it's not uh, Twelve Years a Slave. It's it's about a it's about a family uh, who overcame. Yeah. The uh, the the the, uh, the 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 uh, the overcame slavery, overcame Jim Crow, and how uh, you know how they survived in America, and how you know uh, well. Alex Haley. Oh, well, he, he. There's some stuff about him in, in Roots, but um, the uh, the fact of the matter is this 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 miniseries galvanized the nation in the mid '70s. Um, it was, uh, it, you know, everyone. It, it was it was at the time it was the most watched television series, um, uh, most, most watched uh, miniseries ever. Yeah, uh, and uh, it's it's uh, it's it actually uh, got people talking about. Uh, got talking about that aspect of history in a manner that had not happened before, and uh, it's it's about triumph. It's about triumph over tragedy. It's uh, it's about it's about black family. Uh, to me, it's something that um, all people, especially black people, should be cheering that we're putting on a new uh, a new version of it. And the fact is, the the version that was made in the '70s, like a lot of '70s TV movies and a lot of TVs, is dated. dated yeah, uh, the writing's bad. One of the things I noticed when I watched it again is like the set pieces. You can tell it's a soundstage. Yeah, the grass is astroturf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like they filmed it in the Brady's backyard. Mm-hmm. Right. It, you know, uh, and a lot of the some of the people that were in it weren't really great actors. Right. Um, and you know, t- I would be interested in seeing how you know today's writers and today's actors what their take on that particular uh, that particular miniseries. I'm I'm actually I'm actually looking forward to seeing it. Right. Yeah. And yeah, so am I. And not not only that, I feel like this is what 
this is I think this kind of this is why I say that if I was a Hollywood producer, I don't know that I would do uh, black themed projects because last week it was oh diversity is in front and behind the camera. This week you got a show coming out with with black people in front and behind. Oh, I, I forgot to mention. Mario Mario Van Peoples is directing at least one, and there's there's two other directors. I don't remember mm-hmm. who they were, so the, mm-hmm. there might be more more people mm-hmm. of color even mm-hmm. directing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you got producers and directors of color, which is what you complained about last week. But this week it's like, okay, on to the the next thing I can find, and it's like, what the fuck? It's like you can't even like acknowledge the fact that well, last week I said this. At least at least there's this, but no. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. There's a new problem. And, and that's what I mean about the whole like pessimist versus optimist thing. It's like mm-hmm. some people just looking for a fucking fight, never satisfied with anything, always want to just like, you know, there's it, just always something. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think that having a critique of something means that you're just negative looking for a fight. I think you, I think you have to take a critical analytical eye to everything you know and i think look i don't have a judgment about roots the miniseries the new one per se until i see it it could be a good work of art it could be a terrible work of art but by the same token you could say this uh, you know tyler perry's movies a lot of people like oh we need to support tyler perry he got people work black people working in front of him behind the camera you know what fuck tyler perry i'm never going to support anything he does is he one of the directors on roots <laughs> you know, so I, so I think my dear is uh, right. My dear, my, my dear is going to be my dear cut her toe off. My, my dear is going to be uh, reprise the role of Kizzy. <laughs> my dear gets a toe cut off. No, but um, no, master, you ain't getting none of this. <laughs> no, but I think that again, I don't have. I don't know enough about the content. We haven't seen the content. We don't know if it's going to be exactly. crappy or not. Right. So I'll critique it based on its merits. But I will say that I think that there is a legitimate push for black people or for any uh, person who feels that their history and culture has been misrepresented or underrepresented in pop culture for us to push towards telling of new stories stories that are relevant can they tell the root story in a way that's relevant to today sure i hope that they do i hope that they can but there's a lot of stories out there that deserve to be told that haven't yet been told and this isn't just something with black people i mean hollywood in in general tends to be not that creative and tends to recycle the same thing that they think they can cash in on yeah that's so that's my perspective on it and you know, I hope it's good work, but I mean, if it's not, I reserve the right to critique it. I'm not looking to be negative. Of about course, it. I mean that's that's goes without you know w- without saying. No one's saying that. Oh, if it comes out and it's crappy, that you can't say that it was crappy. I'll be the first one to say I thought it was crappy if I think it's crappy. But I'm not going to sit here and shit all over it just because one's been done before. Especially when a lot of black people are getting work in front of and behind the camera. Yeah, Roots. Uh... <laughs> Roots was the the first uh, first big book that I ever read. I think it came out when I was in fourth or fifth grade, and uh, that was like the first that that book inspired me to read because I, I was curious about you know the actual book and uh, and also Roots too. Um, it made me want to read Malcolm X because there's a whole thing about uh, Alex Haley and his right. uh, his relationship with uh, Malcolm X, and hopefully. Um, Hopefully, this miniseries will inspire other young people to pick up a book and learn about. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about this because this feels like they're putting a lot of. They've already they've started casting on like 
in several countries in Africa as well as here. Yeah. So they, you know, they're spending way more money on this than than the original roots. You know, I mean, well, you know, there's there's a such thing as inflation and all that, yeah. but <laughs> even, <laughs> even 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 in relative right. rates, yeah. right? Even if right, what I'm saying is, even if you compared apples to apples, yeah, right. if, if you look at the uh, production values of the 1970s, yeah. right? Version, it's, yeah, it's, it's a more big. Budget I'm, I'm, film. I'm curious, is there going to be a sex scene between Idris Elba and? Uh, <laughs> Taraji B. Henson in this, uh, this version. Definitely. Oh, okay. Shit, I'll watch it. And, and, and my dear. And my dear. And my dear. Oh. 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 I just put black people back 500 years. You just put us back. This is a diary of a mad black Negro. But on another note, I got to meet... Um, the granddaughter of the real Kunta Kinte lives here in L.A., and I got to meet her when LeVar Burton was honored in City Hall. The granddaughter of... What? The, a the, granddaughter... The mm-hmm. granddaughter? Great, like great, she's like a granddaughter or great-granddaughter of, the, of Kunta Kinte. Yeah, I was going to say, I think she would have to be, be great. quite a few greats. Great, yeah. No, it's actually not. My great-grandmother who raised me was raised by a slave. That's only five generations removed, so it's like a couple greats, maybe. Hmm. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess yeah, everybody okay. lived real long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's not young herself, but you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, I met her and LeVar Burton and he's I love LeVar Burton. I think he's um he's great. So, um all right, so speaking of television, we have uh some of reality TV's worst hoaxes and lies reality in air quotes yeah reality i think i think everybody knows that reality tv is not reality tv even even when i was in school uh for film tv and all that stuff um we were taught that that there's whenever there's a camera yeah it's never reality reality like even and this was before reality TV was making scripts for reality TV, you know, right. like even in the sense of documentaries and when right. you're trying to be pure journalistic, whatever, right. just there's it's, it's a term for it and it's called right. mediated reality. Absolutely. So, um, so it's, it's never, but that's a lot closer to the truth than, you know, what so-called reality TV is yeah. today. Well, they don't even call it reality <laughs> TV anymore. It's called unscripted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah they're going to have to change that name too, because a lot of it is not even unscripted. <laughs> It's like non like, non union written. It's loosely <laughs> loosely scripted. Right. Scripted a la da- uh, da- uh, Larry David. More like outlined. Yeah. <laughs> it's not scripted, it's outlined. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Here's a drink. Start a fight. So the first one uh they have is the the breaking Amish is more like faking Amish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, come to find out that all of these kids well the well the concept behind it is um if you don't know, okay. Amish kids have uh, something called rumspringa, mm-hmm. and that is when they're coming of age, just before they reach adulthood, they're turned out into regular society, you know, sent to the city to live amongst us, the English, as they call us, and to see whether or not they want to return and be Amish forever, or if they want to stay out and just, uh, you know, assimilate into the mainstream society. And <clears throat> you have to realize most of these people have grown up uh, without electricity or any kind of modern conveniences, no television or radio or any of those <coughs> those things. Um, and it, it depends. It varies from uh, Amish sect to Amish sect. Some are more liberal 
than others and you know they even have like trucks and whatever else but some are really still strict and they just drive around in horse and buggies and and whatever else and they they build barns and and they're really they're known for their craftsmanship so they they uh, they they build barns and uh different things as uh different carpentry is uh basically how they make their living and, and, and farming yeah so anyway uh so this show is supposedly about some young people on rumspringer and following them around and has, as they experience the 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 outside world for the first time and decide whether or not they want to be a part of this world or they want to go back to their, their Amish world. <clears throat> Come to find out that, well, technically these kids were, were or are Amish, but they have, they've been out in the real world for a long time <laughs> yeah. and they're faking their experiences they're recreating to, them. Yeah, recreating them, you know, mm-hmm. faking them, whatever. But they're not breaking anything. They've pretty much been out there and experienced everything. And uh, so that's really what's going on. And But they're trying to portray it as, you know, they're fresh off the off the farm. And, you know, but. I got to give them props because improv isn't easy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to recreate, you know, what they went through is surprise and, you know. What's this blender do? <laughs> What's a blender? But they weren't all um, out, right? Wasn't it? Some of them were, and some of them weren't. I mean, not that it really matters, but. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, Storage Wars. They just talk about how it's cooked behind the scenes, and how they uh, they uh, pack the the. Uh, the items in the storage bins and things like that with items that they they want to f- use to facilitate stories and whatnot and to get certain responses <laughs> and all that. Um, that's for Storage Wars. And uh, let's see. Oh, Ghost Adventures busted. <laughs> there was a, a cast member went on a podcast. I think it was actually a crew member went on a podcast and told about how when they go out on these calls or whatever looking for ghosts and then nothing exciting happens, how they have to stay and edit and, and add, you know, fake sound effects and different things in and basically cook the show. Mm-hmm. And how so, so they must do that all the time. And they said, yeah, well, they said it started out honest, mm-hmm. but they said it turned into like it's just a big lie. They yeah. just you're faking the funk. As if we didn't know that. <laughs> Pond stars, similar to storage wars, mm-hmm. is cooked, and you know the people that come in a lot of times are not even real customers. Like, and they're talking about this one particular episode where this guy comes in with a some kind of classic guitar or something, mm-hmm. and the, uh, the 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 owner of it who's trying to sell it to the pond stars and the guy who's interested in buying are both uh, employees at a at a guitar a, shop at a guitar shop down the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> And then Dinner Impossible. I actually remember when this one happened. This one... I never even heard of half these shows. Uh, yeah, because you don't watch television. Mm-hmm. But even people who watch TV don't know a lot. This lot of this stuff is deep cable. It's reality. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know y'all going to be surprised, but I, I heard of most of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> when you read this article. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but uh, Dinner Impossible, this this guy is... Um, he's from the, uh, the Food Network... Um, Man, I actually watched this show and his name escaped me. But um, I remember he's, he's a big dude, too. 
I remember when, the, when this whole thing happened because the show disappeared for a while and they brought it back. But his the, the problem, the, the scandal with his show was that he lied on his resume. Yeah. He said that he cooked for the Queen. Robert, and, Robert Irvine. Robert Irvine, that's it. And that he cooked for all these different uh, former presidents and whatnot and mm-hmm. other dignitaries and whatever. And it seemed to be a bunch of big fat lies. But ultimately, <laughs> I guess they just decided for, you, you know, the fact that He's good on camera, can cook these impossible meals. and Because his, what his show is, is uh, why it's called Dinner Impossible. He, he's, his, he and his crew, they, uh, they give him these, this, uh, like an event to cater. And not only does he have to cater the event, but he has all these, these crazy rules and stuff that he has to follow and time limits and other you know, arbitrary constraints that they, uh, they that they throw at him. Like Survivor in the kitchen. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> Something like that. Right, right. It's OCD chef. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, which is not, that's the reason why it's not one of my favorite shows. I don't like the ones where they're the competition ones. I like the ones that are really more instructional type. But, uh, so anyway, yeah, he left for a while. They took him off the air. They made a big announcement about, you know, how he was faking the funk. But then act- with no announcement, he was just back. So, and <laughs> yeah, ratings must have gone down after he left. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So. Those, man, those, those cooking shows make me mad, man. Because that's like they look good, but I can't taste anything. I just got to watch judges take bites of them, and I'm like, <laughs> I know. I was like, man, it's, it's got to be a way that I can be in the studio audience or something <laughs> and try this. Top, I know. Top <laughs> Chef pisses me off. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> then they have uh, American Idol. Which I have the same complaint with uh, with Tyra's show. It's basically they they they. I feel like they um, what's the word? They uh, exploit. Okay. They exploit people. They 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 want a sob story. Right. And so not everybody has a sob story. Right. And then and then not everybody's sob story is that much of a sob story. Right. You know. So and then some people know it. So they lie. Mm-hmm. You know and whatever else and so you get a lot of contestants who make up you know things about their past so that they can be sympathetic and have a chance to win because you pretty much don't have a chance to win without that and i I, you know i don't really watch next top model america's next top model model but every now and then i'm with my wife while she's watching it and i'm forced to consume (laughs) a portion of it (laughs) and before i'm able to escape (laughs) I've noticed that. <laughs> Which were, where would you rather be? Your dad's church or watching America's Top Model? America's Next Top Model. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no contest. No contest. Huh? Uh, at least I'm in my own home. <laughs> and, you know, I can change the channel eventually. But anyway, uh, yeah, they do the same thing. You know, everybody gets up, they start playing the soft music, and they start crying, and, you know, milking this thing for all this work. And it just feels, it's just so forced and so fake. And then it just, you know, I don't know about other people, but it just makes me hard towards the people who probably have a legitimate sob story, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I just throw them in the same fuck you bucket with the rest of them. The fuck you bucket. Yeah. It's the fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Two B's in the bucket, mother, mother, fuck it. <laughs> That's P-H-U-K. <laughs> um, I read another story about uh, Pimp My Ride. Oh really? Yeah. What's the deal with the uh, Pimp My Rye? Was oh my god, uh, many many cases, the, the, just horrible results. Mm-hmm. Um, they they made it look like you had they had the car for a few days or maybe mm-hmm. even a week, mm-hmm. 
There were months. Wow. Months. There was this one so, kid. So it's like a real body shop. There was this one kid <laughs> who had to rent a car. And he ran, you know, he ran up this this huge bill mm-hmm. uh, because he needed transportation. And, uh, you know, MTV took forever to pay the bill. And he got all kind of problems with his credit and stuff. Cause, mm-hmm. Oh, and oh, and the thing about it, because he was so young. The only place he could find to get a rental car was way out by the airport. But he lived, like, in the Inland Empire or something. Ooh. Mm. So he had to drive. And they would not take payment over the phone. Wow. So mm. he, every week, he would have to drive all the way to the airport to make a payment. Wow. Yeah. So, That's crazy. Um, um, there's a, a bunch of horror stories about car uh, uh, them taking out mm-hmm. uh, the things that they put in. During the show, mm-hmm. because it's not safe, you know, or, <laughs> or because it's a prop or something, yeah. or, or it, uh, it never working. Wow. Um, uh, sometimes the car just looked better, and it still mm-hmm. it never did, you know, run right. Or yeah. Some cars, uh, <laughs> just, it's like an expensive piece of just, furniture. Basically. Yeah, it just it just it, it turned. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of a lot of horror stories. I bet some fools ended up living in them cars mm-hmm. based on that. That's went, crazy. You know uh, yeah. that that show where the with the tow truck, uh, the repo, repo right. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy used to come to my uh, used to come to my hot dog stand. Oh yeah, 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 man. All that. <laughs> I, I I was like I was wondering, man. It's like, dude, the, the like, did you really? Did you really like try and uh, repossess somebody's car and he started dancing like Michael Jackson? <laughs> or was that fake? <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> he said it was fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, that was they were talking about that too. How they would have to. Uh, there would be several takes of them because mm-hmm. uh, you remember their uh, responses used to be re- re- real over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The producers all made them do that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're uh, oh, they exaggerated different parts of their lives or whatever mm-hmm. to make it more interesting. Like mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> I think uh, there's one guy who said something about his his grandmother smoked in the car or something like that, mm-hmm. and so. <laughs> They took that and they just just dumped just a whole bunch of cigarettes and cigarette butts and ashes all over the car. Uh, there was a, they took cremation stuff and put it. There was a fat guy. There was a fat guy who they they um they made him just look like a a, a pig. They just mm. took all kinds of food Ooh. and snacks and just dumped it all over the car and the oh. floor and made jokes about you know him keeping stuff in here in case he got hungry or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, the one guy. Um, said that they um, um, they tried one of the producers tried to encourage him to uh, break up with his girlfriend on air yeah, yeah. <laughs> well so I mean I think the one thing well, what have we learned today <laughs> I mean I think some shit we already knew which is pretty much the lifeblood of unscripted television is humiliation yeah pretty much you know it's pretty much about watching people humiliate themselves and the more you can kind of just make the storyline Humiliating, that's that's what sells. Sex and haterism. That sells. <laughs> Hateration. So, um, Roy Hibbert apparently waived two point three million to come play for us. What um was it what's his base salary is like fifteen million? I don't know what his base salary is. Oh, okay. Who's us? But, Who's uh, us? <laughs> the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, woo, turn up! And okay. uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm I have no uh, delusions about who Roy Hibbert is, mm-hmm. you know. But 
I, I will say this. This this makes me feel a lot better about him coming. Because mm-hmm. I will take Roy Hibbert giving up $2.3 million to come play for us over Dwight Howard's ass coming here reluctantly <laughs> f- on a rental basis <laughs> for one season. Yeah. Right. Okay. You okay. know? Right. So, yeah. I, I, to me, this, like, says that, you know, and, he, and he's sworn to Kobe that, like, he's going to be – you know, they're on the defense because, you know, they, they made it very clear to him that that's what he's there for. So he's under no delusion about why he's here. He's here to hold hold down and anchor the defense. You know what? Hibbert knows who he is. Yeah. I think that's one of the problems with Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard doesn't know who he is. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, Dwight Howard, if Dwight Howard had applied himself on the defensive end, he could have been, I, I mean, you know, he was a Bill Russell type. You know, he, he blocking shots, rebounding, getting the pass out. And he could have dominated the game from the defensive end if he wanted to. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, he, he, you know, he's got that type of talent, but he wants to score 30 points a game. Right, yeah. which he, he doesn't that. have the talent to yeah. score 30 points a game. He took that Superman shit to fucking <laughs> a little yeah. too serious. Yeah, well, he's not Shaq, you know. That's uh, more like crypto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more like Handyman. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Whoa, Charlie Whoa. Bell. <laughs> Did I say that? No, that was China Brush. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't Charlie yeah. Bell. Yeah, right. China, China Brush. China Brush. <laughs> Never underestimate the power of the handicap. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> but, yeah, so um, I, I'm pretty excited to see what these, you know, I have, you know, I'm, I'm not uh, kidding myself. I don't expect these guys to make the playoffs, but I'm still excited to see these young kids get out there and uh, do their thing and learn and grow. And uh, like you said, uh, Weasel, uh, a month or so ago off off air, you were saying, like, like you just, we just want to see them improve. Yeah. Like, yeah. however they start off, mm-hmm. we want to see some improvement some throughout growth. the season. Yeah. yeah, some growth. That's that's yeah. that's what we're looking for. Yeah. You, you mean we don't want to see a downward trajectory, <laughs> right? Off the precipice. Of, no, no, we don't want to see that. D- desperation. And, <laughs> no, no, no. We and don't. annihilation. I, I did want to see that. <laughs> and you know, Dino Red talking about it. <laughs> Yeah, so I came away to his way of thinking. You know. We don't want to see the downward spiral of death like the way it's been for the past fucking five years. <laughs> well, not five. <laughs> Seems like it. I know it feels like it for us. Yeah. Well, it has been like a strong, a good strong four years of being in the. At least we're not New Jersey. That's you yeah. Know, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, as uh, people's like, man, LA is spoiled by the weather, by the teams. <laughs> Uh, we been out of playoffs five years in a row. We been out of playoffs thirty years. We ain't made the, we ain't made one finals yet. How do you spell playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> playoffs, <laughs> not the New Orleans Hornets. <laughs> so, did anybody watch the Republican debates? I watched a little bit of it. Yeah, me too. I didn't. I don't know. I'm not gonna lie and say I watched the whole thing, but I, I watched a good hour of it. Yeah. But but I didn't like watch it. Watch it. I like had it on while I was kind of like doing something else. Yeah. But yeah, I kind of got you know. I was uh, yeah, I was, I was, Charlie Bell's quiet over there, so I take that as a no, <laughs> as a fuck no. She didn't watch no. What, what would be the point? Republican debate. <laughs> I mean, there isn't a point. And mm-hmm. I mean, and look, and aside from my own personal political views, which you guys all know, um, <laughs> like I, I'm really angry at the media in general as to how they're. Um, 
you know, and, and they do this every four years, but I think just because of how huge the Republican clown car is, I think they're doing it even worse this year. Um, that, that they're tracking it all like a horse, you know. That they're the media is really feeding into this like horse race narrative, and and ooh, who got the biggest diss, and who, did, you know, they're not talking about substance or policies or anything, you know. And I know that that's there's always been that angle to it, but I feel like we're going further and further to that extreme and less and less actually capturing anybody's fucking points or policies or perspectives like what I, the what i need to see is a is a, a a debate with like an instant fact check with like running scroll down the bottom that's what we need because i mean the media has totally like um just uh what do you call it just given up their whole role of of being an arbiter of any type of of factual well, that's, facts. <laughs> well, yeah. It, it, well, they're interested. It's a television show. Right. Um, they turned it all into entertainment. Yeah. And uh, this this particular one is a boon. Um, the the popularity of, of Donald... Um, I was going to say Donald Sterling. <laughs> Same motherfucking difference. Uh, the popularity of Donald Trump, I, I, I find it astounding. And I don't mean just as a political candidate. I mean, even as a reality show host I, I just never i never yeah. got it i, I never yeah he, he's not care he's not charismatic he's uh, not, well, not, not to us at least uh yeah. but i mean people watch him people yeah. feel passionate about him what uh, do you think that's about i don't know uh i mean he's i mean he's he's he built i mean he's big ostentatious he's a blowhard and i think right. people i think people like the fact that he creates conflict wherever he goes mm-hmm. um and he is you know he he He's, he's a spectacle. Yeah, he's a spectacle. Yeah, he's a train wreck. Um, yeah, yeah, but you know, he and but he's good at what he does, and um, and you know, I I think this worked out well for the Republican Party in that a lot of eyes went on the set, uh, a lot of eyes that normally would not have been interested in a in a debate that takes place even before uh, the primary start. Um, you know, a lot of eyes went on that set. And I think the real winner is, is Carly Fiorina. Mm. Um, nobody, uh, I mean, outside of California and Hewlett Packard, uh, nobody, uh, nobody paid attention to her. And if, I think the best thing that could happen to her was for uh, Donald Trump to insult, insult her looks. Yeah. Because now all of a sudden, and, and she, she was clearly the the, the most articulate and the uh, 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 the most. Uh, um, uh, you know, basically putting out her point of view uh, stronger than most of the people out there, uh, articulating her her uh, what she felt were her qualifications. Yeah, if I had to vote for a, a GOP candidate mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. it would be it would be Carly. <laughs> mm-hmm. You would literally have to have a noose around your neck. That's terrible. But um, I mean, I think I, I think that somewhere, some you know, somewhere the gods of politics were laughing that Hewlett Packard actually announced 30,000 additional layoffs on the same day as the de- Republican debate. So I don't see how that benefits Carly Fiorina. I mean, I think, again, I think once people start realizing what a disaster she was in all of her previous leadership roles, like hopefully this, this, uh, what do you call it? This, uh, brief bump or fascination that she's getting will, will die off. But I mean, you know, I'll tell you one thing that, that uh, became abundantly clear to me w- watching the uh, Republican debates is that the Republicans clearly think that Hillary Clinton has has the Democratic uh, uh, nomination sold up, shut, 
tight on lock. They 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 addressed her like there was nobody else even running. Yeah. Oh, they hate her. They love. Her. Well, the thing, the thing is with with uh, debates, they are, I always go after the for, uh, the the uh, front runner. And even though she's even though in Iowa and New Hampshire, she's uh, falling behind. Um, uh, oh God, these nuts. <laughs> uh, Bernie Sanders. Uh, uh, Bernie Sanders, uh, the, the colonel's, uh, the colonel's uh, brother. Um, even though she's falling behind him in, in those states, she's still uh, nationally. She's still uh, she's still the front runner. I can't believe so, we haven't talked about the fact that there's a, a, a candidate called these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're, we're waiting for D Honey to show up so we can uh, <laughs> we can ask her to talk about. Uh, her nuts. Well, no, it wasn't a double entendre. <laughs> oh man, that's the second time today I've done that. <laughs> Un- unintentional pun. Oh, today's the Emmy Awards. Yep. Mm-hmm. That just goes to show you, I'm so out of it. Yep. Yep. More, more television for you to ignore. <laughs> yep. Okay, well, that is about it, ladies and gentlemen. That is our show for today. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit Show. Please do not forget to share the show on your social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and wherever else you might be. Um, Tell a friend, tell a loved one about The Shiznit Shiznit? Shiznit. The Shiznit Show. <laughs> uh, before I go, I got a few shout outs. Um, the first great big shout out is for a friend of the show, um, Donald Thomas. Major props and big ups to him. He is running for office in his hometown of Louisiana. We are very proud of you, sir. He is running for something that's called. Uh, a a a, a jurors a juror police and have something to do with law enforcement. Uh, I'm not. I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't. I know we don't have them here. Mm-hmm. But uh, actually, I think it's actually I think it's uh, doesn't have anything to do with law enforcement mm-hmm. like that. I think it has more to do with uh, kind of like a being a um, like a board or a commissioner or something like oh, that okay. of one of their parishes because you know they have these parishes. Okay. And is I think it, is I, that like a county. It's, it's sort of like a it's county. It's like a ward yeah. or like a district. Oh, okay. But they're all alike. Basically, it's mm-hmm. some boundaries set up or whatever. But, mm-hmm. yeah, parishes are based on uh, basically the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like the the, the old. The, there was uh, so many churches, and that's how they decided to divide up. Oh, that makes uh, sense. Poli- uh, political um, arenas. Regions. Yeah, yeah regions. So, uh, yeah, and, I, and, the, and the parish is, is governed. I believe by maybe one of these people that he's running to be. Mm-hmm. I, I think that might be what it is, but I'm, I'm mm-hmm. not sure. Don't don't quote me on that. But anyway, so it'll be similar to an alderman, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But anyway, uh, big ups to uh, Donald Thomas, hey, Ar- Arthur, and friend of the Shizna Show, Donald Thomas. Uh, let's see. Um, shout out to my new Facebook friends, homies, Aaron A. Williams and Rebecca Schmidt. Uh, checking us out all the way in Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, big ups to them. It's good to have you. Yeah, big supporters of the show. Real cool peeps. 
And uh, don't you know? A shout out again to Victoria Ho Kimbo and Baylor the Great. Um, shout out to um, birthday shout out to my wifey and Janelle, my niece, <laughs> my my fake niece Janelle. <laughs> Happy birthday, Janelle! <laughs> Happy birthday <laughs> to you! All right. So with that, for Damon Weasel Stanford, for Charlie Bill, I'm Dino Red. I'll let you boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.